you gotta handle the rock with flair and rhythm if you wanna be judged on wood brain and concrete courts in New York. This ain't no nickel and dime. It's dribbling dimes where scoring never looked this good. I guarantee it. But was your reputation built from the playground up? Or did you call next when they took that ish? Or cause you weren't as fast as police and ambulance sirens? Or as loud as Mr. Softy ice cream? No. You see, this is New York City hoops in prime time. As beautiful as the skyline, it's dribbling dimes. the poet yo what's up this is Manny Digital and with us today we have a graduate not not just a, a gentleman from New York City but he's also a graduate from the state of New York uh, happened to go to St. Thomas Aquinas College I actually don't know what high school you went to so we're gonna dive into that a little bit um, as we go forward he's the face in a lot of circles of the Millbank Flyers uh, basketball program he happens to be the athletic director there um, he's also the person that I blame personally um, as to why I never heard of Mo Bamba until the NBA draft. Oh, wow. Uh, he's recently, uh, he's had a very, very busy summer uh, winning a whole bunch of tournaments. Um, he took Team Dykeman to the New York versus New York chip and then Team Milbank to the City is Mine tournament championship as well. By the way, uh, Mr. Carmelo Anthony had his hands all over that one in, in conjunction with some other folks. Uh and and you also might see him in the CH CHSAA as the head coach of the St. Raymond Raven freshman squad, and he's an assistant on Coach Lopez's uh, varsity squad as well at St. Raymond. We're speaking with none other than Coach Roosevelt, Coach Rose Byers. <laughs> What's going on, fellas? Yo, is it, is it disrespectful if we call you Coach Roosevelt? Disrespectful now. Okay. Right. Right. You right. prefer Roosevelt or Rose? Coach Rose. Most yeah. people call him Coach Rose, but right. you sound so dignified as, you know, Roosevelt. Right. I'm assuming it has something to do with the president, why you would name that? Nah, not at all. Yeah, I was just joking. Ah, right. I was totally joking. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, we forgot to mention one thing. Uh, how yeah. many time, multiple time champion are you, a freshman here at San Um, This is my sixth year. We've won four championships. Four um, championships. Been in the chip five years. Puff your chest out when you say that. Four time. You got yeah. Can you put? Can you give me a four? Yeah, four. Four. <laughs> four. We got. We got. We got four time champions. So, up here. so six years here at San Raymond. Four years. How many back to backs were there? Were there um, two? Mm, no back to back. No back to back. No so back-to-back. it's been like yeah, odd, yeah. odd years. Yeah, odd years. Yeah. Oh. So right, man. You yeah. so you surprised. Them. But every year, even though like after the chip, for example, the next year over, how did you guys fare? Were you guys in? competition oh no we've we've been in the championship game every year only one year we did not make an appearance in the championship that's crazy since you've been here since i've been here yo give it up for that eh? i I got i have i have questions right because it's it's got to be really difficult to put together a group of kids that i'm assuming and you correct me if i'm wrong largely don't have chemistry with each other right? because they're freshmen coming from different places. They probably, a few of them probably play together in some areas, but mm-hmm. um, to not have chemistry from the gate and then to be able to form that through whatever amount of time you have before the season gets started mm-hmm. and throughout the season, like that's got to be really difficult. How, 
how do you accomplish that? Well, I mean, first I would say my assistant is excellent, Coach Rob Young. You okay. Know, he's a oh, you know okay. he's a pillar here at um, St. Ray's. Yes. His kids. Um, attended here so he's you know he's retired so shout out coach Rob. yeah i hear him talk uh, about that yeah, all the time yeah, like yo i don't even need to be here yeah, he's, he's in <laughs> retirement. so he's in this gym with those guys you know um a lot of times when you know before practice or after practice so and just consistency we stay on mm-hmm. it and again believe it or not a lot of these kids do play throughout the summer so okay. they know each other's game you know some kids you know, are from um, particular programs and do come together as a, you know, one-two punch, so to speak. So the the chemistry is there, but you still have a lot of kids who try out. We have a lot of kids who are in our um, camp that, that attends a lot of the, our, our camps, so we get to see them as well. So no one is coming to St. Ray's and don't know the history. So okay. when they come here, they understand, like, you know what, I got to go in there and work hard and and um, impress Coach Rose and Coach Rob and, and even Coach Lopez that once had that opportunity to play varsity basketball. So it's consistency, hard work, and, you know, we don't we don't take our foot off the gas from the time Lowe give us the go-ahead for tryouts. Mm. So for the most part, you have a, a familiarity with, with the students coming in, like those kids. It's not like you, like you said, like they're on your radar, so you know more. Yeah, than I mean, character. you know, um, for the most part, because, again, you know, kids are – you know, choosing certain schools, you know, throughout the city. Right. And uh, there are some kids who, you know, you might have seen playing in some tournaments and mm-hmm. have a, um, you know, have an idea of who they are. But, um, but again, it's I, I, I would have to give credit to myself and Coach Rob and the way we get those guys rolling each and every year. That's awesome. So the school year has just <clears throat> kicked off. How is because? You have a brand new team every year. Yes. Right? So what are you doing this year? Like, what have you already taken into account as far as how you put your team? Have you had trials yet? No, nothing. Nothing. Nothing yet. Nothing. So you already kind of figuring out, I assume, maybe not personnel-wise, but just strategy-wise generally, right? Oh, yeah, generally, yeah. You're going to put those names in those boxes sooner or later. But, like, what's your game plan at this juncture that you don't even know who your team is going to be? Um... Chemistry, you know, we, me and Coach Rob, we speak now. You know, we know some kids who have enrolled, but then again, we we don't. We don't know what's going to show up. Yep. You know, for for tryouts every year, um, you went from the highest number being ninety two freshmen trying out to maybe the lowest sixty. Wow. So Still you know, it's a lot of kids who you know, and then again, yeah, they have you know intramural, so. You know, you get the buzz like, oh, is a kid yeah. there that, you know, you right. got to watch out for. So you get that type of buzz. But as far as the, the chemistry, it goes from what we do from freshman all the way to varsity ball. Nothing has changed. You know, hard nose, defense, you know, that's our makeup defense here. Coach Lowe speaks about it each and every day through chat, through, you know, whatever. But at the same time, my philosophy is, you know, hard work, teamwork, and just get after it, you know. And again, when me and Coach Rob, when we choose our team, we're not looking for the best 12 players. Mm. We're looking for role players. We're looking for good teammates. We're looking for guys who can play defense, who's going to knock down jump shots, who may not have a jump shot, but they can finish strong at the hoop. So we look, we're going to look for every little thing. So a kid might be looking like, yo, I'm only, you know, 4'10", 4'11". I know I'm not making this team. Mm. Uh-uh. No, 
every year we choose that one surprise and everybody's looking like how he make it because right. he came in and maybe we only had to explain something to him once you know and it goes from there so everybody has a shot I have a question because even though I, I totally from a basketball standpoint understand the reasoning for like selecting players as far as like putting it to work as a team right. my question is how difficult is it to undervalue talent let's say a guy that you know hey this is a really good player versus mm. the role player that makes the diff or could potentially make the difference in a championship or winning a successful team. Right. How difficult is that? And you know what? It becomes difficult if one of them don't have an intangible that the others don't. Meaning, this kid that's talented, but this kid that's not, whose attitude is better? Ah, I got you. You know? So gotcha. something is going to, you know, propel that one student athlete over the other so you think in your experience like the talented more you know the more talented dude might not have the necessarily the best attitude coming no in? no that's not necessarily okay, true that's not necessarily no, true. No. That's um it, it just sometimes it, it it pans out that way you know who's more coachable you know right. and and but no talent talent doesn't dictate attitude you know it no, just you know sure. it, it it just depends on who that particular kid is and those particular two days, <laughs> a kid got to, you know, if you up playing 2K all night right. to 2 yeah, in the morning and you come in here to try to make a team, you know, if you didn't put no work in, in the summer, you come in out of shape, you know, so it's, it's going to show. How important is that, right? Because you got, you got kids that are supremely talented. Like they just have natural ability and it shows, right? right? So those are the folks that tend not to necessarily work extraordinarily hard through the offseason, call it. But in many cases can still make a squad. Are you able to notice that? Or is it the case where sometimes talent is just that superior that it's kind of like... Yeah, sometimes talent is, is that superior. But it it can show. You know, if a kid has the makeup of a hard worker, then it's not going to show. But if the kid has the makeup of I'm just talented, and I'm only relying on my talent. Then it's going to show. Got to come out. Yeah. So another question, as far as it's fine. We we it's live, possible. baby. I thought I thought it was just going to be uh, and then stop, but it went. Uh, <laughs> all right. So you know, I'm, I'm harping back on this because for me, um, I'm thinking about myself, and I tried out for, for uh, freshman basketball back in the day. Right. And my question is, like, as far as a tryout, how much, as far as tryout, do you? Uh, put onus on the actual tryout like because my thing was like nerves like what mm -hmm. if, like mm -hmm. i'm pretty sure that there's kids that, that are really talented but they're nervous you know right. it's, it's a big it's like a test it right. is a test right, right. right. essentially right. how much of that is the actual tryout and then like you said the intramurals like what other factors or it, it, is it all the yeah, onus on yeah, the actual it all, tryout? no it all go it all combines okay. it all combines okay. you know if 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 you know a, a kid who is you know talented and they just bombed it you know right. during tryouts you know right. You know, if someone clearly outplayed them, right? Then, then that's it. He's yeah, not, that is. But if it's equal, you know, nah, this, this, this something more, something more. Yeah, right. some, you know, some might, some, something went wrong. You know, right. something went wrong. Maybe his shoes was too tight or something. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, but happens. yeah, that you know. Happens. But um, nah, it, it all goes into play. Not yours though. Can you show the camera? Yeah, yeah. Let me see the shoes. It's okay, coach. He don't let, like to show, show, but I do. Put it right here. Put it right here.
right here. This is, by the way, this is Coach Lopez. I don't believe office. your size. Thank though. you very much, Coach Lopez. Man, four look foot. At, look at these. What look the? at these LeBrons. Yo, LeBron, man. Yo, my number is six foot. Yeah. <laughs> he came in here, powder purple joints, acting like nothing's happening, I'm feet looking my, crispy. I'm going to leave, okay. leave him my home address. Just do what you do with it. Right. Um, <laughs> so, I, I want to take a step back. Right. Yes. I know. You have been affiliated with the Millbank program probably since right around the time you picked up a basketball, right? Nine, nine years old. Nine yeah. years old. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're from Harlem. Yes. Correct? Mm-hmm. Um, the fact that you have spent so many years attached to that program and that facility says so much to me, right? Because I know it's not just the building and the fact that there's a program in that facility. It's more, obviously, it's the people that have... <clears throat> dedicated their lives to making sure people like yourself and others that follow have had a place where they can really feel secure about themselves just as people right but then ultimately develop themselves and not just basketball right Mm -hmm. i'm talking about as people generally um i know you've had um you know your mentor there gosh i forget his name now I swore I was going to remember. Kelsey? Yes. Kelsey Stevens? Kelsey yeah. Stevens, yes. exactly. Had played a big part in that. Yes, big time. What What has been that glue that's attracted you to that program for so many years? Um, You just mentioned a name like Kelsey Stevens, and then you say, okay, mentor to me growing up. Yeah. But then then what? He's still there. Right. Wow. Right. He's still a mentor. You know, so it's, it's relationships like that that you build with kids that, you know, it's just not about that moment. It's about moments, with, right. you know. So Kelsey is still, you know, someone that I see, you know, every Sunday. I'm in the gym with the little ones. He comes right behind me with the girls, wow. you know, and that's been going on for 17, 18 years. Wow. Wow. Then you talk about someone that raised me, so to speak, someone that would just put hands on me and don't have to call mom, you know. Right. So it's still those type of relationships. And then... I can just go on and on from that to, you know, in Millbank. And then you talk about myself and other guys who work with me, Casper Lasseter, who's the program director. Me and him grew up in there since we were nine years old. Mm. And then you talk about relationships from that. And kids now, you know, pick up the phone, just got a call on my way here from Eddie Lewis. Eddie Lewis is a kid who, oh, man, talented, thought he was better than Isaiah, he was better than Sid. He's been in all of them, and then after eight, eighth grade, he said, Coach, uh, I don't want to play basketball no more. I was like, wow. huh? He, went, he was going to high school. He said, I want to play, um, I want to play um, football. I said, you out of your mind. And then he said, <laughs> right, you know. so gifted. So I remember me, all of the kids, Isaiah, Muhammad Bamba, um, Kaheem Brown, Ja, all of us, we got in the van. We went to see him play in the rain. After the game, I said, you ain't never got to pick up another basketball. He's a now wide receiver going into his junior year at Rutgers. Wow. So, <clears throat> so it's those type of relationships that wow. you build with kids. And right now I had a lot of kids who played for me, just attended the center, but they know. They know. And I can just run off names, but they know. I, you know let me call Coach Rose. You know, whatever it is. That door's always just, open. Always. So coaches always say that, right? Yeah. And, and teachers say and that. And it's often. not always true. And it's not always true. No, it's not. I've read enough out there uh, doing a little bit of research about you where it feels like that is absolutely true. Right. right? Um, there was a story uh, not not that far, uh, not that very, very recent um, where 
Isaiah Washington, you know, he went off to Minnesota. Mm-hmm. There was a lot going on in his life personally right. that attributed to him ultimately leaving, and now he's going to Iona College. Right. You came up as as a person that he was leaning on. Um, yeah. And you were opening the door even further. You were like, yo, you got more than just me. You got resources with throughout Millbank that yes. you can be talking mm-hmm. to, right? Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> how, how do you earn that trust, right? Because you just mentioned some very important names in, in New York culture, New York basketball culture today. There is – these kids have the tendency to get really gassed, right? And, mm-hmm. and I don't blame them at all. I think it's well-deserved because they're just nice. Right. But when you get to that point – you kind of it's easy for you to forget like coaches you know parents sometimes like people that you can actually lean on and talk to because you feel like you're high and mighty right it doesn't seem like that's the case with with Zay in particular but mm-hmm. i'm sure you got the list goes on right how do you get that trust cuz just cuz you coach them doesn't necessarily mean they trust you to that extent right right I, because i i keep them all humble i keep them all humble i i never you know it, it, it is what it is. You know, kids out here, they play, and, and 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 when they play for you or they do something for you, it's like they owe you. Mm-hmm. I, I tell those guys, they don't owe me anything. You, you're saying that's how they typically feel? Yeah, that's how they typically oh, okay. feel. You know, they they feel like coaches or, you know, uh, someone that's older or, you know, a mentor. If, if they did this for you, they expect, okay, now you owe I me. Owe you know what I'm saying? Right. But, no, I don't – those kids don't – the only thing they owe me – is when I call and ask them to come to the gym and work with a kid or come to the gym and speak to the kids, then you owe me. Okay. You owe me. Yeah. You owe me that that right to give back, to give right. back to the kids and, and, and speak to them and let them know, you know, the journey and, and, and how things went. But it's just about, you know, being being humble yourself and, and never lying to them. Like, I don't lie. I tell them all they ain't shit. Right. Like yeah, shit, you know. I tell them that every day. You know, I, I don't think I, I don't think I ever told a kid that they were good. You know, really? no, I don't. I don't think I ever did. Is that, is now, that a tool in humility. I don't. Man? I don't know. You... Now I tell everybody else. Okay. You know, yo, this kid is nice. Because I was gonna say, like, you know? it, like <laughs> no, you see him on TV or something, and you're like, yo, he's been doing that shit for like forever. Yeah. I, I mean, those conversations I do, but you know, but I never let their head get too big. Right. You know, I, I just, I keep, I, okay, well, remember, or you know, I always bring back a story, and we got stories that they can always say, damn, you know what, you're right, coach. You know, let me let me check myself. Mm-hmm. You know, and and I just think that's how it is. You know, and then you know when you you not only talk about lying to the kid, you know, you can't lie to the parent. Right. You can't say you're gonna do this and do that and do this, and then you don't do it. All you can do is say, you know, I can try, and you know, we can go in this this route. But a lot of you know, to be honest, a lot of this whole like getting kids in school and that's new to me. Mm. Even though I've been around this game a lot, it's new to me because I never wanted to in, indulge in those type of conversations. I just felt like it's the parents' responsibility. Right. Even though I was the mentor and even though you know kids lied on me a lot, I just felt like I always put it back to the parent. You know, you got parents. You, you got, got decisions to make. You know, parents. you got decisions to make. Right. So then it would always come back, well, we need your help, Rose. Mm. Now I can be, you know, Coach Rose, the mentor, the big brother. You know, so right. I just try to keep them keep them humble as much as I can. That's pretty. That's pretty dope, man. It's like you, you're a straight shooter. This is what you're gonna get. You get what you get 
for me. This is who I am. You know, it's a very genuine type of person. And I believe, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but I think that, you know, as far as a coach, you sit on a high horse a lot of times because, you know, you got the best players or whatever. In your case, you have a lot of success. Right. You can at least you ride this road of, like, I don't do no wrong and just right. be whoever you want to be. I'm pretty sure you've met people along the way, not to like name drop, but you being that kind of like consistent person, just right. a stand-up dude, high-character person. Well, I mean, of. we. that being said, if you speak to a lot of other top AAU programs, they don't know my kids. They don't know their names. Hmm. But no they know the team. Right. right. They know, know they know who we are. They know we come in like, yo, we can't, you know, we sleep. You know, we're going to beat them. And even if we don't sleep, we they, we still going to beat them. Mm. So, yes, I've coached a lot of kids. But we we have this slogan in Millbank, build from within. Mm. So I don't ever go out looking for the top player. I want to build that top player. Mm. And That's we've awesome. been successful to do that. You know, we've got kids now in our program who's getting recruited and getting some looks. And, you know, and this is – and even in the high school realm, this is still new to us. Like, when those – when those when Isaiah and Sid and and, and, and those guys were going from eighth grade to ninth grade, that was the first test on the high school level. And nobody wanted to give – Millbank a, a deal or, or put Millbank out there on one of those three top circuits? Nobody. So I had to merge with New Heights. You know, I, I, I truly, you know, am grateful to Adam and Mo, who was there at the time, and, and, and those guys. And it was good. Kenny Sat was down with them. Yeah, Kenny Sat was down with yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. And it was good. It served the purpose. Mm -hmm. It served the purpose from, you know, Isaiah and Sid and, 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 um, and, Pedro and, and a lot of other guys getting looks and getting recruited, but it didn't serve the purpose for Milbank, mm. you know. Mm. So those kids never wore Milbank across their chest. Ah. The only reason why people knew that they were associated with Milbank is because my assistant, Ra Anderson, you know, I'm sorry, Ra, who was at um, who was at New Heights, our relationship and coaching was great, you know, on paper. He was like, nah, Rose, we both had coaches. You know, when I needed to stand, he, you know, he let me stand and vice versa. But he was like, you know, my brother. And even though that relationship um, with New Heights went this way, we still, you know, we tight. still tight, you know. So, and I owe a lot of respect to him because he made sure that everybody knew, like, nah, those are Rose kids. Those are Milbank kids. Even though... Every article that went out, it was New Heights. Yeah. When they got recruited, it was New Heights. But and then those kids, where they where they was at every day, still in Millbank. So it, they were Millbank at heart. So it now for the first time these last two years, we got a, a team 15U, and this year we won 16U, where we're Millbank on the road. Okay, you know. Wow. So my 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 point is, we we still not respected the way. I feel we should be. Hmm. Right. You know? Well, I mean, I think that, you know, the, the relationships that you build, et cetera, you're getting the respect from, from where. Oh, yes. That's and that's where it counts. You that's know what where I'm it saying? Counts. In that's my opinion. That's just my opinion. Yes. From the circuit overall, you know, you got people that just yeah. want well, everything is glitters is gold. You know yeah. what I'm saying? They want the chips and the lore. But, exactly. But I have a question because I want the viewers, I want everyone to understand how difficult it is to be a freshman coach, to be as successful as you've been. Like, getting this new recruits every year and, like, even me, myself, sitting here, I'll be honest with you, it didn't dawn on me until we had to repeat it. 
like, yo, it's true. You're starting from scratch every year. Like, it doesn't dawn on me because I'm thinking of coach. You just kind of know the players, but mm-hmm. that's not your case. Mm-hmm. Like, can you can you speak to another situation where you've been in that like this one, perhaps that you had to be successful with fresh crop every year, or is this something like? You've arrived at an established system, sort of like the the Patriots, the NFL. Like you just have a system that just works. Nah. Just put the parts in there, and we should be all right. Take the take the championship. Like first, that's that's a great question. Now, it's a very <laughs> difficult you. question. Thank but um, no, I, I, it, it's with everything. You know, I I'm I'm back into teaching. I'm a phys ed teacher, mm-hmm. and um, before that, I did I was a physical therapist. I did physical therapy. So every year, my Every year, every day, my job was to make sure that that kid that thought he couldn't play again, for me to get him right, for him to play again. Mm-hmm. You know, so so Coach it, Lopez got a ringer on the bench that's making sure everybody's <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's dope. So, to speak. so um, you know, and a lot of people don't know that. And then even running Millbank, like we gotta put a successful crop of teams together, whether it's a swim team, whether it's the basketball team, you know. Whether it's you know we summer camp, 250 kids every summer, some new, some same, but we got to give them all a great experience every year. So not just with so to answer your question, it's like that for me every day. Every day is a you know a challenge. You know, pen and pad next to my bed. I wake up. I'm writing. I'm I'm doing something. Okay, wait. How can I switch up kickball? How can I make kickball uh, like fancy and you know so more kick, interesting? Yeah, so kids. we kick basketball. Oh, we playing kickball and basketball at the same time. Like we got a book of games that we just create and like creativity is 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 a beautiful thing. So every day there's a is a challenge. Every day is a challenge. Like okay, it's a new start. I'm getting new. You know, so not just here at St. Ray's. Mm-hmm. Every month, every other month. I'm getting a new crop of something, you know, whether right. it's summer camp, you know, um, 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 a new patient, you know, a new student at, you know, in my phys ed class, you know, every day is, every day is new. And that's how life should be, right? Right. Fresh. Every day, something new. What, what am I going to learn today that I didn't know yesterday? Hmm. You know, and that's my, that's my philosophy. So, so the idea is that you nothing becomes new to you because you were you're doing new every day, every basically. Day. Every like day. You're, you're like you're accustomed having to, to change. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like that. New, right now, I'm doing new lesson plans every week. Damn, <laughs> that sounds tough. Yeah, every week is lesson. That's that's the teacher ask, life. Let me yeah. ask you a question. Um, I don't know this offhand. I probably mm-hmm. should have, but I apologize in advance. Is there another coach just in the freshman ranks that's rivaled you in terms of this kind of? Success, call it, you know, like throughout your tenure here, of course, just your tenure. Is it, or if you don't want to name nobody, you can name the schools or something. Nah. But I'm just because I'm curious. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's you know, this is where he's going to say, puff up your chest. Yes. You know, so, oh, so yeah, you know. Right? So you from Harlem. You got nah, some new nah, shoes there's, 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 there has no, Those are like three years old. He's just rocking them. They yeah. look brand yeah. new to me. <laughs> nah. There, there hasn't, no. There hasn't been anybody. Right, so there's no one else in the in your not ranks. that consistency. And that's what I'm trying to say. Nah, yeah, nah, yeah. Nah. That's See, not on this level. No. You could, you could. Yeah. There's a bass in your voice. Yeah, not not on this level. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, because you know, I, I mean, like, if, first of all, let me just say this. So I, you know, we're both, you know, alums here. From I'm not gonna name drop years because I'm tired of saying my age, but <laughs> I'm just gonna say 
that we've I've been disconnected. We've been disconnected for some years from the school. Right. And then we came back. But before I actually, you know, stepped foot in the gym, he said, I was already hearing about the freshman program. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Oh, that's cool. Just in the streets. That's cool. Like, you know, like I had some people, you know, former, former uh, um, we used to both be in the same classes, et cetera. So former kids that I knew just in St. Raymond's. Right. And everybody, yeah, the freshman team. The freshman. So I was already hearing about, it, I, be, I, I mean, just Coach Lopez, don't kill me on this one, man. But I was hearing about freshmen before even varsity. There was the times that I feel like Voss was like ups and downs, but mm. for me, it was like freshman, freshman. I was always here freshman. And I'm thinking like, nah, I came in to see Voss, but I would happen to catch the freshman you really, you game. Catch before. that freshman game. And it was it was sometimes way more exciting than the Voss game. Quiet as kept, loud as kept. But, <laughs> but now, you know, and I we have someone to attribute that to because yes. that's this we're talking the last five, six years for me coming back. You right. know what I'm saying? So I'm only speaking within this time frame. Right. So Fresh, yeah. so freshman basketball is exciting like i was i think i was telling you this earlier like kids are coming in to freshman ball and and before it was like i want to play boss i want to play ball ball. but now in the ch double a like i want to play freshman like it's it's exciting like it's it's really exciting you know and we have again we have a slogan at millbank you know or you know kids that i've coached you know the the goal is freshman straight Voss, mm. you know, mm. so, you know, that that's the path. Like, so if you are a freshman player at St. Ray's, Cardinal Hayes, Iona, Stepanak, Mount, um, Christ the King, you're looking to play freshman ball and then that's have awesome. the opportunity to play varsity. Yeah. You know, that, a lot of kids, that is their goal. So, you know, skipping over freshman ball in the, pa- in, in the past was like, you know, Isaiah Washington played – Freshman ball. Jose Alvarado played freshman ball. Right, that's right. You know, Sid Wilson would have played freshman ball, but he played Voss, right. you know, and then that would have been, that's the one year I didn't win, you know, right. you know, but so, so freshman basketball is exciting, you know, and it's exciting because people want to come at. Saint the king, the you king. Know, it's okay. You can say it. You. Well, so, chess, coach. So, so, so they looking to, you know, to to maybe bring in some of the best kids, or you know, when they go do they tryouts, look to see, you know, what I gotta, you know, pick team, pick a team that, you know, that can compete, you know, that can compete. So, you know, Christ, I mean, um, Cardinal Hayes did a great job last year, and and you know, and respect to them, and they they won it all, and they had two. You know, two good guys there, you know, coaching that was very experienced, too. And that's another thing, too. They're looking for experienced coaches, you know. Oh, before, at the freshman level. Yeah, right. before freshman level was like, oh, let me just get yeah. somebody to, to cover this. Right. No, not no more. You need someone that's going to – because when you think about it, you're getting – and Lowe knows this. I'm getting guys ready for you. And Lowe say that all the time. Kids that's coming to Coach Rose, he's getting them ready for varsity ball. I'm – I'm, you know, again, playing JV ball is great, and they got two great coaches there too. You know, Chris Williams yeah. and and Mark. Mark yep. But my job is I'm getting them ready for varsity. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm getting them ready for the next level. So, and that's how we that's how we coach them. I, I want to take a, a couple steps back here, right? So I mentioned at the open, I'm not sure where you went to high school. Right, Julia Richmond. Julia Richmond. Julia Richmond High okay. School. Okay, and I'm assuming you played ball there. I played. Two years there. Last two years? Last two years. Okay. Why not your first two years? Because I was a bum. 
You was trash? Yeah, that was trash in tin. Yes. <laughs> nah, nah. Trashy trash in tin? Nah, nah, I was never trash. You know what it you know what it was? Like like when I was when my first two years, I can't name names, but they were dead nice. Like why, why can't you name them if they was I, nice? I, I, saying, I can't, oh, because you probably won't yeah. let you. No, I no, I just <laughs> I just can't remember the names. Oh, but right, right, you know, right, right. but I remember my my first my first my first two years there, Jim Beheim mm-hmm. was in the gym recruiting. Wow. At Julia Richmond. At Julia Richmond. Wow. That's crazy. That's, okay. That says it all. So, Sundance. I don't know if you know this name. Sonny. Sonny Davis. Sundance from, from Foster Projects. Every day, he kept me in at in, in 6 a.m., wake up, working me out, just working on my game. He said, Rose, if you can stop the ball, you can play D, and you can hit that mid-range jump shot. You know, and that's what I did every year, every year, playing against Mike Cougar, David Kane, Adrian Autry. You know, every day, us four, um, slow-mo, meeting in in, in um, the Kingdom, working out. And those guys got me better, like my confidence, and I got them better. And you could call everyone right now, and they tell you, Rose was a butcher. Like, I, I played defense. You was and biting them, too? I was a butcher, you know. And the thing about it was that it got, I got ready. So my my junior and senior year, you know, I, I was able to make the team and make, a you know, a, a good mark on I, I it. I plan on going up to Syracuse, so I'm going to grab Adrian Orchard nah, and be like, yeah. yo, oh, tell me about you can call him right roles. now. Yeah, call him right now. Definitely. So, so, all right, so junior, senior year, you play. Yes. How did you fare? Oh, I did well. I did well. I was I was a leader. You know, I wasn't afraid to grab you know somebody by the shoulder or by their t-shirt and and tell them like, yo, we this we need to play defense. I was a defensive stopper, mm. um, knocked down the mid-range jump shot and and distributed the ball, nice. and was able to go on to you know St. Thomas Aquinas College. So tell tell us about that a little bit. Like so basically, you were off the radar first yeah. two years of high school. Right. Last two years, you you stepped it up. Right. How was why did you pick St. Thomas Aquinas? Well, what were your options at well, that time? Okay, so, man. yeah, this is what I want to hear. Story. So again, n- not nowadays. Oh, here we go. Humble, no, humble no. Nowadays, man. scholarships are just like given thrown out. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. When I was, you know, if you wasn't Dave Kane, Adrian Autry, those guys, you, didn't get you wasn't getting a scholarship. Right. You know, so uh, uh, um, Sonny Davis once told me he's like, you know, in the back of the newspaper, there's it tells you, you know. Acquisitions like who's who got hired, who got fired, right. you know. So I would go. He said, "Go through that, look, and see what schools just got a new coach." Once you do that, write him a letter. So I'm going through. I sent the letter to St. Bonaventure, uh-huh. and I sent the letter to St. Thomas Aquinas to, to their coach. And and St. Thomas Aquinas, Rob Hoford, Coach Hoford, who's like a father to me uh-huh. right now, answered the call, told me about HEOP, HEOP. I remember HEOP. Right? HEOP. He said, apply for HEOP, get into the school, and we'll take it from there. Never mentioned basketball team, nothing. I did all that. I got enrolled to the school, and I started Yo, every Sundays game. is a genius, yeah. I started every game from my freshman year to my senior year. Wow. That's crazy. And, my, yeah, and the, the athletic director who's at Cardinal Hayes now, Dennis O'Donnell, uh-huh. was my um, – he, he took over my senior year. Coach Rob Hofer left. Okay. Yeah, my senior year, and I was on the search committee when they selected as a student. Him. As a student, I was on the search committee. 
Why? Because you were like the captain or something? Uh, I, was, I was the man. You was the man. Yeah, was the man. <laughs> All right, see, here we go. We're <laughs> opening <laughs> up. <laughs> I was the man. Yeah. So. Yo, that's crazy. So, so okay, so talk to me about that. It feels like the consistency was bred into you since the beginning. Like, yeah. you, the fact that you started every day from freshman to senior year. Every game. That's unheard of. Like, yeah. I don't even hear that. It, how good of a player were you in your eyes? Did you feel like a role player? Did you feel like you had... No, nah, I was a leader. I was, like, hands down leader. He was the point guard. I was, I was, I was the... Somebody had a poster of a day, and it said, there's a difference between being a point guard and, and, and maybe, like, learning the game of being a point guard. Mm. So, you know, being a point guard, that's leader. Like, you, you're born to... to to do certain things, you know, you guys are probably born to have this podcast and speak to people and meet people, you know. So, you know, again, some things are learned, but I was just a leader, you know, just a leader, you know. And being number ten out of eleven kids, all Yo. by the same, all by the same mom Parents? and dad. Wow. So I must say that. So there's only one, Shit. only one younger than me. So where that leadership came from, having nine older brothers and sisters yeah. I, I can't tell you but just growing up in Harlem and you know some things just emerged so going up there I was I was a leader like I was a leader I would like I would fight like seniors and grab up seniors when they wasn't doing what, right. as a freshman wow as a freshman as a freshman but you also had the Harlem Tatted on your back, the yeah, because yeah, I'm sure it wasn't. No, I mean, no, no, no. I had, I had, I had players like Sam Blygen, who was just the man, and mm-hmm. and Curtis Middleton. They were seniors, and of course, I wasn't grabbing right, them. No, right, right, right. but they, you know, they made it. Well, you know, coach, you know, coach Rose is the leader of this team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's a freshman, and I had, you know, guys, you know, uh, ahead of me that I was playing with, you know, side by side, but. Okay. I was I was a leader like you know sis I, I think I led um, the NAI in, in assists like my my, my sophomore year you know my, my name was up there who, who who were some players that you looked up to at that time or even as a young kid you know that you was emulating your game after or you were striving to be etc or if there, or if there was any was there or did you like the game or was you just watching baseball. Nah, nah. They didn't get the baseball. They didn't get the baseball. Nah, it was, there was he just, was watching baseball while basketball. Nah, there was just a lot of, you know, just playing. I had, you know, Egbert. I don't know if it, these, these are names that you probably won't know. But just just playing. What years you know, were you at? At, 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 at St. Thomas? St. Thomas. Uh, 88 to 92. Okay. Yeah, 88 to 92. Right. That's probably why. Your, yeah. your era was a little behind mine. Yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, just... Not really. Just okay. just picking up, you know, pro, you know, Rory Sparrow, yeah. you know, guys like that, you know, um, um, just a lot of just a lot of different different ball players just watching growing up, you know, okay. playing defense. So you know. did you? So you went four years there. Nice career. Yeah. Collegially. Yeah. You graduated. I graduated. Yes. What was your degree? My um, physical therapy. Okay. Yeah. Nice. So you, damn. All right. Yeah. And then, did you go on to play professionally no, anywhere? My, so my so senior, yeah, my, se- my my after I graduated from my senior year, and we're gonna, you know, we're gonna be honest, we're yeah. keeping it real. During my senior year, when I once I graduated, I had an um, internship with um, the police athletic league. Yep. And it was like maybe three weeks from graduate, and a lot of kids, you know, know this story already. So I was playing ball in the same park. You know, saying you grew up playing. Yeah, so giving back was something I was doing when Sundance was doing this to me. Giving back, grew up, 
when I was coming back to the park working out with certain players. So now I'm home for the summer. I'm a college grad. And, you know, one of the kids that I always worked out with, you know, now he's 18, 19 years old. And we're playing. We get into a little scuffle. And he tells me to SMD. Okay. Right? Now right. I'm, I'm a college grad. I'm a grown man. Grown don't, man. don't talk to me like that. You know, he says it again. I punch him That's in the face. That's some Harlem shit, though. Yeah. Y'all be, be saying that a lot. Yeah, I punch <laughs> him. And his... Oh! His, his teeth went... Show that camera right there. Uh, you got to show that camera right there. His, oh. yeah, his teeth went, I'm not proud of this at all. His teeth went through my hand, and I was a, a, a newly father. So I was oh, a new father, okay. right? My daughter was about two months old, and I couldn't couldn't hold her for the first three months of a. Wow, a, it a, was that bad. Yeah, it was that bad. Your whole knuckle, like, shattered? Whole shattin'? knuckle. But, <sighs> so the kid falls, drop, hit his head on the, on the concrete. Wow. I run. I run home. College grad. Yep. Should know better. Mm-hmm. I run home. I get get home. Cops. I get arrested. Mm. Wow. I get arrested. You know, so kid is is like on life support. No way. Oh, yeah, gosh. life support. So long. Make a long and story. You've known this kid forever. Forever. Wow. Make a long story short. The kid recovers. Oh, thank God. The kid says, "I don't want to press charges." What? I don't want to press charges. The DA drops the case. You uh, to this you know, day. Do you know how long I, he was looking at if to, he would have pressed charges? To this day, me and him are like this. Wow. I'm the godparents of his case. Wow. And he's the godparents of my kids. And wow. I and that from that day, that was the last time I ever, ever had a fight. Ever. And I tell that story to kids now. Every every time every chance I get, and look, I can't make a fist. Wow! What? So now the kids tease me, double fist. So everybody right. knows about <laughs> everybody knows about the knuckle. That's every, a play. Yeah, double yeah. fist. Everybody, yo, yo, two fists, coach. Every, on, everybody man. knows about the knuckle, but the the point is, is that you can be successful and not telling that story. People think everybody has a story to tell. Mm-hmm. Everybody. So that kid. Now, that grown man who's my guy saved my life. Like, he saved my life. Why? And, Why and do you say that? And what, I mean, because, because he didn't, didn't press charges? For sure. Yes. One, oh, because okay. God was on my side. Right. He didn't pass away. Yeah. And two, he didn't want to press charges. Now, it could have been late. And again, it's a long time ago. The DA could have been like, oh, well, it's not up to you. It's up to us. Could have. You know what I'm saying? But being a college grad, never being in trouble, you know, and at the same time, him, his words, his parents' words, his family's words, saying, I don't want to press charges, just, you know, and that right there just turned Changed me everything. into, you know, a di- totally different person. But you weren't 20- on the wrong track. You just... No, 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 I, no, 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 not at all. I'm right. like, like straight, straight and narrow, narrow right. 21 years old, 20, 21 years old and reacting, you know, reacting. Yeah. And this yeah. is what I, I try to tell kids nowadays. You can't react. Like you can we like we always want to talk about reaction, reaction time, reaction time. Do we really want kids to have a quick reaction time? No, we don't. Some things gotta be processed. Some things gotta slow down. And I contribute all that to basketball too. Slow down, process. You know, even when you get upset, slow down, process. Mm-hmm. So this is a story that I'm not ashamed of. I tell everybody to this day, and at the same time, it changed me from being going the right way, making a mistake, and understanding that 
that one mistake could have ruined me. And that's why when kids make mistakes, all right, let's 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 go buy it. Let's go pass it. We all make mistakes. Yes, Nobody yeah. can tell you that they never made a mistake. Everybody has a story to tell. I absolutely Ooh. love that that uh, that you shared it. First of all, thank you. Yeah, no, because, no, uh, sometimes people will shy away from such a story. But I think, like you said, everybody's got a story. My question is, how did you begin forming this kind of bond with your now uh, your God these the Godfathers of your kids? Right. How did you guys begin to form after? Because we were already like again, you're talking about a kid that every time I came home from summer break that I'm going to get him to work him out. <laughs> like, yeah, you know, boys, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm 18, he's 13 years old. I'm working him out. I'm like his his, his brother, mm -hmm. right. you know? And then, you know, now he's gotten older and, you know, again, kids, kids nowadays say it. And I keep telling them, stop, that don't, don't invite nobody nowhere you know yeah. unless you know, but at the same time it's how you react towards it and again there's been times where i walk away from situations because i know how situations can turn can, out can turn out right you know you got to be able to walk away from situations and again tw 21 to 51 in two weeks never had a fight in my life <laughs> never I ain't no punk now. No, no, no. But nah, nah, I'll just nah, kidding. I'll just, I'll just, I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm just yeah. kidding. But it's nah. no, yeah, sorry. No, I was gonna say. So I, I spoke to Coach Lo, Lopez, um, and I was just asking him just some questions about you. And, and the one that I, I, I was really interested in was, how did you end up becoming the coach of the freshman team here? Right. And you know, and he told me he had he was the one that basically asked you to to join right. um, mm -hmm. St. Raymond. And, and I, I asked him point blank, why? Like, of, I'm sure you're one of many, many, you know, coaches out there. Why were you the person that he decided to, to make that ask of? Right. And what he told me was um, watching you coach outside of the school confines, um, he saw immediately the professionalism, the discipline that you instill, the seriousness in which you approach it. But more than that, it's the lessons that are are involved in everything that you do, right? Because you could be a coach that screams at kids all day long. Mm -hmm. What are you teaching those kids by screaming? Right. Not to, not to say that a screaming coach can't, right. but there are coaches that just scream just to scream. Mm -hmm. Coaches that scream, but there's a lesson sometimes somewhere. Right. The, I haven't seen you out there. I cannot recall you screaming too much. But at the same time, what, what when he said that to me, I was like, oh. Because now what you said a little while ago makes total sense, right? right. It's... If, if I'm the head coach of the varsity squad and I know my program, freshmen all the way through, needs to be something that's cohesive, everybody's on the same page so that when you come in, by the time you come up to me, you are abiding by the same principles along the whole way. He says that all the time. And that's, I mean, that it's not rocket science, but it is mm -hmm. a necessary way to construct a program for the long term. Right. He noticed that about you, I don't know how early. But that was surprising for me to hear, not because I didn't think you were capable, but more so for somebody to acknowledge that and not pick somebody just because maybe they've coached amazing players and that that's their pedigree, right? Like, right. oh, they've had all these studs come through, so the name recognition might suit me well as, right. a, as a program. Right. That wasn't the case. Right, right. Um, <clears throat> did you know that? Yes. Okay. Yes, I knew that. I, I, yeah, um, like, again... 
going out and watching kids play, and Lopez is a basketball fanatic, you know, yeah. so he loves watching basketball, whether it's sixth grade, seventh grade, eighth grade, and at that time, I was coaching seventh and eighth grade, and, you know, he would come, you know, to some of the games, and, you know, he noticed that, you know, and, and he's right, you know, that's one of the things that we try to do, be co cohesive and, you know, professional. I tell kids as early as fourth, fifth grade, you are a professional. I'm not a professional because when you when they think professional, they're think thinking they think suits and back, and then they attach a dollar sign to it. Right. right. You know, no, you can be a professional person. Okay. Carry yourself like a professional person, and I tell them, they'll tell you right now. Coach Rose always told me I was a professional. You know, I carry myself like a professional, so I'm expecting for you to be a professional student athlete. Mm -hmm. And, you know, so, yeah. yeah. I, 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 I want to shake your hand because oh. what you're raising is men. You're raising them from young. You know, and that's something that I, when you said professional, I questioned. I was like, what are you talking I've thought to myself. But I'm like, yo, that makes a lot of sense. Now you hold them to a standard of which they have to always upkeep that standard from young right now like wait a minute like oh professional is not just a person that makes a million dollars or whatever an nba player makes or what have you it's how you keep it how, how you upkeep yourself you know right. what i'm saying you're a professional have some dignity and pride in your work right put in the extra work the effort conduct yourself properly you know shake a hand etc exactly that is awesome man that, that just it speaks it speaks volumes as to why you have such a successful program it makes all this makes sense to me is what i'm trying to say so can i can we talk about Mo Bamba now? Because <laughs> um, and my, I, my brother actually rose, brought this point up on one of our podcasts. And I was like, yo, you right. Like, I'd never heard of Mo Bamba until the NBA draft. That's true. So, what the hell, bro? Like, <laughs> why is it that I don't hear about him until rap song come out, <laughs> Sheck West come out with his joint, and, and NBA draft? Like, where was he stashed? Well, okay, so Mo hey, Bamba, Harlem, yeah, Mo, Mo Bamba is from Harlem, um, one, what, five blocks from Millbank, mm -hmm. and Millbank was Millbank, you know, Millbank was where he went to after school and summer camp and played basketball, and he was Mo, yeah. you know, so third grade, I had Mo since third grade, Damn. you know, share some What's pictures eight, later. Eight years old? Yeah, so third grade, fourth grade, just playing. And Mo was a kid who had to learn how to play basketball, okay? So people, don't get it twisted. Like, Mo Bama had to learn how to play. And at, at the same time, that's why he gets so much credit from me and gets so much love from everyone else because people know the work that that young man has put in to become a pro. Like, it was not written so you know when you hear it was written no it was not written right. it was not written so sixth grade you started seeing some more seventh grade you really started seeing it eighth grade you know we're in the gym often and, and more and working out and you know just teaching him just learning how to play and, and how to carry your body and how to be proud of of you know your athleticism and um we went to nationals in eighth grade and we did really well like really well and um, when we came back from nationals, it was now the firestorm. Like, everybody knows about Mo Bamba. Mm. And again, Mo will tell you, I always told him he wasn't shit. <laughs> and some people say, Rose, that's why you lost him, so to speak. That's why he stopped playing with you, you know, because oh, you told him he okay. wasn't shit, you, okay. know? you know. But Mo will tell me, Rose, that pushed me. 
Like that pushed me, you know. So when he, when when we went off to ninth grade, you know, again, Millbank is Millbank. We're not playing on those circuits, right. you know. I'm trying to find that deal, and so he just had a better situation with um, PSA Car News and, you know, and Munch, and those guys kind of like took him under the wing, and he went on to play, um, you know prep school ball and have a great success but even though he wasn't playing with Milbank any longer Mo was still Milbank right like he will tell you that Mo won the Gatorade um, um award high school and there was a <clears throat> you know he high got player of the year player of the year yeah. you know and there was a charitable donation that he could donate anywhere who he gave it to wow Milbank you know so Mo will tell you like Milbank is my home he comes home for break He's in the gym working out, so um, I'm 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 happy that I had the opportunity to be one of his first coaches and and really teach him the game at a young age. Hmm. What what do you just sticking with him for a second? How do you see his transition into the NBA? Um, just knowing him for so long, what do you what do you think is how should we perceive him to be well, and develop as a pro? Technically, Mo has the mind of a point guard. Like, uh, he is so smart. Like, this kid is... He's, I mean, I just heard him a couple interviews. He's yeah. very intellectual. Right, very... Right. Yeah. So, he, he can break down things that other people won't be able to see. You know, so... And having that, you, you, you saw his development from ninth grade to 10th grade. And then his body filling out. So what you're going to see, and then he, you know, he ran, got injured, but he's been putting a lot of work into his game. So he he can shoot the ball, mm-hmm. like he can shoot the ball, maybe better than a lot of people think. You know, yeah. he can put it on the floor. Yeah. So I think now with this game turnaround and and those seven footers being able to do a little bit more this year, you're going to see Open up. like yeah, you're going to see a different you know Mo Bamba. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually looking forward to I know injuries had a huge impact on him this, his, uh, his, this past season. Right. And I saw his skills somewhat in, in college, uh, Texas. Texas. Texas, Texas, Texas yeah. yeah. Yeah, I did see his game. I think he's like, you know, his, first of all, I think his standing, his, his reach. His wingspan is, like the, is ridiculous. I think it's the longest in NBA history. It's a football right. field. If I'm not mistaken. It's, it's a football <laughs> field. The man's a football field. Like, <laughs> so you can't teach height. Um, right. Can, can we jump off the Obama? Because I have a, yeah. I have a Derek. Ro- he has a Derek Rose story that uh, we need to share. And you know, we call you Coach Rose. I'm a huge Bulls fan, by the way. So Rose played on my team. For I want to know, you know, so you knew Derek Rose when before he was Derek. Well, Rose, Derek well, Rose. I did not know Derek Rose, and this is what probably why I did what I did. But <laughs> you know, if you talk to people from Harlem and people that knows basketball, yeah. myself. And Anwar Hannon and Milbank, we might have had the most successful high school basketball tournament. And it was called ATM Live. ATM Live was basketball, entertainment, website, all of that. We had a website where this was the first website kids can go on and check their stats and and see highlights. That's crazy. What happened to this, by the way? No, seriously. And be be certified. You know, it was a, when you're watching you and you did a move, it was a big stamp that came across the team. Certified. (laughs) You know, and this was, you know, this was all Anwar and um, um, Kenny, um, a man behind the scenes. Nobody ever seen Kenny, but he was the guy who did all of the technical stuff on video. But, ATM Live every Tuesday and Thursday, you know, this was when Rice High School was open. Kids from everywhere, Lance Stevenson, Kimber Walker, Corey Fisher, I, 
just anybody who yeah, was anybody playing high school basketball came every Tuesday and Thursday night. It was a draft. You got selected. Every every Tuesday and Thursday there was a draft? Every No, every no. Tuesday and Thursday night there was games, but got there was a big it. draft oh, beforehand with maybe eight teams. But Millbank, if you know the back of Millbank, 118th Street, the line used to be from the gate all the way around the corner. Wow. And what happened was the 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 police department started using our event? kids on event as a lineup. So they would go yeah. and, they, you know, looking and, you know. So myself and Anwar, after five years of running this successful event, we said, you know what? This isn't, this isn't why we're into this, you know. So we shut it down. Just like that. We just shut it down. Yo, we need that. Yeah, we we, we you know we 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 talk about doing a reunion and and, and I think I think it's no, coming soon. No, we need to revamp, like do it again. Not yeah, a reunion, yeah. like a one-off. Yeah. Like it's got to be a, a I perpetual think it's thing. I yeah. agree with him. I yeah. agree with him. Yeah. That's yeah. ill. I it mean, that, how many years ago was that? But since we last like when ran you started it, it, when you started it. Oh, um, we we ran it for five years, and I think. We, this is probably like we ended it maybe five years ago, okay. four or five years ago. Yeah. Damn. How did you catch wind of of the police using it for for that reason? Well, I mean, bef- when the event used to be over, kids used to be. Then, mind you, no incidents. Right. You know, right. five years. But myself, Anwar, and and um, Booby Smooth, who used to do the mic for us, we used to kind of like walk with the police and 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 disperse the crowd. Right. And then you know, we would notice like. During the games, the, by the ten minutes before the game, it's packed—three, four hundred kids. Then we look, and it's only a hundred, and kids are still online. So we take a walk out there, and like, you know, the cops would be profiling, yeah, the kids. profiling the kids. Aww. So, you know, but now it, we have, you know, we have a great relationship with, you know, the the, the police department and, and community affairs. So. It, it could it could it could work it could be a little I, different I, now. I mean it, could, it doesn't even sound, I was gonna say it's probably something that was before its time just the way you guys yeah no no it. we were way but we I, were way before our time I, trust yo, me it's necessary yeah. that's, we, that's real dope yeah we I were, we were yes, before please. our time please we have to sit down too and put some ideas in there you yeah know. yeah no doubt but, but so we wait, didn't get so we so so Derek Rose so so we're we're playing I mean we we got this tournament and I hear this coach saying yo I got Derek Rose coming you know. Okay. Did you know who he was? Like yes, I, I, I kind of. This was during his junior and senior year, so he's now no. Derek Rose, yes. like he's the okay. real deal. Okay. So Anwar, me and Anwar, I'm like, what? Well, he didn't follow the rules. Like we got rules to this game, you know. Like he didn't call. They didn't put him on the roster. And people were like, but it's Derek Rose. I'm like. <laughs> Okay, I, I don't, don't care, care. <laughs> right? So I got Kevin Walker, son. But Rose, Man, it's see. Derek Rose, you know. So he, I don't he, care if you bite so, my name. Yeah, so I, sh- I, <laughs> I shut him down, you know. I, I, I shut Wait, him down. did you ever meet him and shut him down in person, or what's this that you? Okay, told I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to go off the record or, or sound like crazy. I'm not sure if he came and I shut him down, or he heard. And didn't show up. I, but I you, you gave him the Heisman. You gave whoever his representative was. Yeah, the Heisman. Nah, nah, he, yeah, Derek. He can't play. He can't play right now. <laughs> can't be skipping around doing whatever yeah, you nah. want. That's crazy. <laughs> Derek Rose, if you're listening, man, man, yeah. he, that was all him. Hey, you right? can come. You can come back when they yeah, revive yeah, it, though. My, but my you gotta fault, follow the rules. Word, you gotta, <laughs> yo, yo, uh, real quick, um, to jump around a little bit. You said that so you're an avid baseball. Uh, Person. Fanatic. You love baseball. No, no, no. I think what he said exactly was, 
baseball is more fun to watch than basketball. Yeah. That's what you said, yes? Okay. Yo, he's but, a basket. This is what I understand. We've had this in the past. Where we had this, uh, we had another guest here. Who Many actually love another sport more, but they're ingrained in basketball, and yeah. it hurts me. I'm like, yo, I love, I love, how? I love, I love basketball, but I love baseball. And I, you said you're a Yankee fan, right? Yankee. Okay. Yankee. Good. Baseball good. is 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 my number one sport. Like. I played college baseball as well. You did? I played both baseball and basketball. Ah. So baseball, like I said, is more exciting than basketball. Why? Because there's so much going on behind the scenes. What is that catcher relaying to that pitcher? Yo, throw the ball at his head right now. <laughs> Yo, hit, hit the corners. Like, there's just so much. Then you could take a nap. You can wake up, you can go get something to eat. You yeah. can, like it's just it's just so like I can tell you so many stories about baseball and what and opportunities that people say I missed, you know, hint hint. Right. But baseball is just a lovely game. Like it's just a I, look, I it's a great game. We're we're of Dominican heritage and we were supposed to be big basketball I'm sorry, baseball nuts. That's right. supposed to be in our DNA. We didn't go down that path. Not that we we like baseball. Yeah. I can't say that it's my number. It's definitely not my number one sport. Definitely. But um, when you say, "Yo, what's that pitcher thinking?" I'm thinking, "Yo, what did the coach tell Lance Stevenson to go blow in LeBron's ear?" <laughs> that nobody nah. told Lance to do. That. <laughs> no, I know. No, but this this is what I'm tripping on, right? You said you could take a nap. What? I love a nap. Don't get me wrong. I love a nap. But how the hell is it that nap more exciting than basketball? See, in basketball, you can't afford to take a nap because you missed the 360 dunk. I mean, some some things in basketball, you just know what's going to happen. Come on now. We know what's going to happen. We know who's going to win. We know... It's more predictable. Yeah, it's more predictable. There you go. It's more predictable. In general? In in general. But again... it's the, it's the, uh, it's, do, it's just I, my mind. I don't know. No, 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 it's just, no, I respect it's the way I think. I like, respect it's, it. Yeah, respect yeah. I'm not gonna kill you for it. I, I, I respect yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I could see where you come. I know there's some people out there that that, that can relate. That can relate. A lot of people think it's boring to watch. Yeah. Oh, many I think people. Lots of people. Many, the yeah, overall yeah, consensus of the sport is that it's been boring, and that's why the home runs taken off, and like people trying to get more. Ex- I watched the game. You know, I'm not saying it's a bad game at right. all by no stretch of the imagination. I could appreciate the ins and outs, the intricacies of the game, like you know. The curveball here. I understand. I'm not saying I don't like the sport, but for me, like basketball's a block shot, a steal, a dunk, push, an assist, a no look pass. Right. A, right. I, I, I understand. I, I I will say this though, especially when the gold lately the NBA Finals, Golden State has been winning. I kind of pretty much expected them to win for the last few years. Mm-hmm. Even the the year that they lost to Cleveland when Draymond got hurt, what have you? But I'm mean, injured. Uh, Whatever got disqualified or whatever, yeah. but my point is, I understand it from that point of view. Right. I can understand that baseball has this, you know, you who knows, you know, you may have them, you may not win. I don't know, but yeah, damn, yeah, it's like my name, Roosevelt. Mm-hmm. Different, so you're not gonna. <laughs> yeah. not, that's all I'm coming out. Like, right. You just not going to understand. You're, right? you're not gonna get it. You ain't gonna get it, and that's that. So right. taking it back to Harlem, the Jelly Fam, right? Yeah, was born out of Millbank, from what I understand. How did that come together? That I mean, because so I've been away from New York for I just recently came back about almost three years ago. 
before I got back, I didn't know much mm-hmm. about Jelly Fam or much about what was going on with basketball locally. Right. Outside of the pro level, I wasn't really in tune, which is a lot of reason why this podcast came to be. Like, this was one of my ways of, like, getting back into it in, in earnest and then really understanding the history that I've missed. Right. Jelly Fam is, like, a big question mark to me. Mm-hmm. I understand... The, some of you know the players involved in it, right, the, right, the celebrities right. call it. But what is it? But what is it? Why what is it? Why did it become such a big thing? <sighs> okay, well, well, just is this I know so, you're not a member I mean, of the, the the group, but you have. No, a I'm, lot I'm to the do Godfather. Okay, I'm the Godfather. there you go. You know, there you go. I'm, um, okay, so Jelly Fam actually came from Anwar Hannett. Okay. Who used to the, the name came no, from him? Just yeah, okay. just the name. Just you know, you know, Jelly. Like okay. you know, he used to always yell out Jelly. Yeah. You know, and Isaiah and Ja, they just took it to a whole never level. Mm-hmm. So, you know, nowadays you, you want to come up with 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 phrases and groups and you know yeah, there's tons of them. Right. So now and that was it. These it, it was two talented guys. Who knew a lot of other talented kids like yo? You know what? Let's let's come up with a name for ourselves, and they caught the Jelly Fam name. Now, how it came about and things that they did to make it popular was the the move, yeah, the, the move. Jelly, you know, and just the technique and how they did it. Plus, you're talking about two talented young men, you know, and then other guys just gravitated to it. And social media is is a mother right a now, you know. So. That, that's it just it just took off like that but it was about the talent it was about something new it was about something that these kids was able to do that a lot of other kids couldn't do and then it took a lot of practice like those guys practice making layups you know you got to be able to make a layup before you can even attempt to yeah. jelly you know yeah, yeah, yeah. so it, it, it was just it, I think it was the time and how it captivated and where those guys went with it and how they just stayed on top of it. Mm-hmm. And it didn't help that they were having great Jesus. success, yeah. you know, in their schools. And then you got JQ. You know, these are all talented guys and just just took off from that. So Jelly Fam is, is, is here. It's is here to stay. And those guys have proved that with their, you know, market, marketability. And, you know, I'm just excited to see where it's going to go as those guys get older and 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 on to the next I'm, level, I'm waiting for the Jelly Fam sneakers to come out. Um, so when they start throwing pairs at you, gotcha. I'm, I'm an eleven. Gotcha. gotcha. No, no, so, I've been asking for so these, just, man. Free gotcha. getting these because I know they're gonna be fire. They, I got you. And if gotcha. and if they're not in the works, they, hello Nike. Hi, how we doing? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Talk to my peoples. Yeah. So I'll, I'll give a little hint right now. Something is, is brewing. Something is brewing. Oh, hey. awesome. I had no idea. So I'm something glad nice, to hear that. Something nice is brewing. Hey. I'm, I'm glad to hear that. So um, I want to touch base real quick on 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 this upcoming uh, freshman year for you as mm-hmm. far as uh, coaching. Do you expect to win it all? What's okay. it? What's yeah. it? Okay, yeah. so you come in expecting to win. I'm right. a, I'm expecting to compete and be there when it all counts Good. yes i will tell you um my brother made made this point earlier freshman level games historically for us anyway yeah. have never been really like super exciting right, right. it wasn't right when I, I i think i caught maybe one other one but the one that's that most chip? notable the chip <sighs> yeah. i saw the chip last year here at st raymond and boy I had a blast. Yo, and I, I happened to catch a couple other ones throughout the season where I saw all levels, right, throughout that, you know, the three that day, games or right. whatever. 
Bro, I, I, I told this to Coach Lopez. I'm going to tell it to you, and I don't really care if it costs me more money. The ticket price needs to be higher. <laughs> Yo, the, uh, the amount of talent that is coming to the Catholic High School League, I don't. I haven't watched PSAL. I'm sure it's really good too. Yeah, they got some good, some um, good teams. And, good and I'm gonna, I'm gonna make an effort to go this year to catch a few games. But, yo, this Catholic high school league. What are we doing, bro? This is a hot ticket. Like, yeah. I. It can't be five, ten bucks for three games. It can't be. It just doesn't. <laughs> and I get it. People can't afford certain things, and that's fine. Right. I'm gonna give you twenty dollars right. every time I watch this. I'm gonna give you twenty dollars, and don't give me change. <laughs> Cause I just I love it so much. Like I feel like That's it's cool. so cool. good, soup to nuts, and you guys do a hell of a job. Obviously, we say Raymond fanatics. Right. So those that are listening and are hating, f y'all. Nah, but man. but it's it's really. I mean, I'm proud of our school and where right. we, what we're doing basketball wise, and I, I and I just see it like the hunger in these kids, the discipline in these kids. Like it's really encouraging. Cause for a lot of of us who watch basketball. Sometimes you you see these kids and you're like, like you like you tell your kids, yo, you ain't you ain't shit, b. Like why are you acting? But I really feel like that sometimes. Like, yeah, you gifted in this area or you you great at shooting threes, but you play no defense. Right. Like mm-hmm. you're not a good team player. You're a mm-hmm. good solo artist. Mm-hmm. Right. I feel like here we groom well-rounded athletes. Right. They may not be. Most gifted in a particular area, right? But they can coexist with other players, exactly. Yeah. And, exactly. and I find which that is to important. Be, that's humongous. Yeah. it's humongous. Mm-hmm. I, I, sorry, real quick, no, I want I want to ask you something because I I saw this personally and I was like, yo, what's happening? I saw Isaiah Isaiah Washington play his senior year at St. Raymond. Mm-hmm. He was average height kid. Mm-hmm. I saw him toward the end of last season. I, I want to mm-hmm. say June ish. I mm-hmm. saw him. Um, this past summer, yo, the kid grew. I don't know. It felt like six, seven inches. Like the kid's, mat, he's taller than me. Yeah. He wasn't taller than me before. Right. I mean, I'm not a tall specimen, but like, right. He's got to be six one two. Six about six two now. Okay. Yeah, yeah. What happened? How does that happen? That was very quick. Yeah. I, I mean, growth. I don't know, but that spurt is but, crazy. What it is is that a lot of times when you look at a kid growth, you got to look at what else is going on. The shoulder. You know the chest, mm-hmm. the and and he's gotten he's gotten bigger physically. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. the physicality makes it appear that he's taller. Oh, I see. You know what I'm saying? I so see. he's just filling out. You know, mm. it's, and when you fill out, things just start to, you know, and he's just you know he's just filling out. He's he's looking good, man. He's yeah. looking, he's in shape. He's I just left him. You know, he's in the gym now. So and he's a gym rat. I'm just. Hoping that that waiver go through, that he's yeah, you know he that he's this eligible year. this year. If not, we're gonna still you know move right. forward and, and grind and continue to work. But he's in a he's in a good place mentally. mentally. He's in a good place physically. He's in a good place you know with a lot of things that was kind of out of place. Now he's back home. He knows grandma's good. You know he's he's going to therapy. You know through Children's Aid Society yeah. Millbank. He's getting, you know, he's getting everything that he needs that he wasn't getting when he was away from home. Oh, okay. Yeah. I have, um, I have a comment, then I have a question. Yes. Um, first of all, I'd like to piggyback off what my brother was saying earlier with respect to the brand of basketball that you've been teaching. Um, for me personally, like I said, when we were coming up, freshman high, high school basketball wasn't a thing. It wasn't a spectacle. 
But I will say, though, back in the days, we knew of certain individual players. I'll give one like Sebastian Telfair, mm-hmm. you know, Stephon Marbury. You know, you knew the name, so you wanted to go off of the strength of that. Right. But realistically, in terms of overall quality ball, it was just one or two player spectacle. Right. When I go to the gym and I watch you guys play, even though I may not know the individual names, yo, I can't, like, I can't stop myself. I'm like, I'm going crazy. Mm-hmm. I'm jumping around. I find myself... I mean, I'm just being honest. Like, it's not because we're just saying Raymond. It's just the truth is the truth. Like, right. it's really a great, exciting brand of ball that you teach. Right. So I want to commend you on that, first of all, because Thank I you. think you are. It's it's worth the ticket price, and that's what you were talking yeah. about, hinted to. It is worth it. It's, if you like basketball. You, no, you you robbing these people. That's right. what you're doing when you come right. watch the game. Right, right. And so that's the comment I want to make. But then right. I have a question for you. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, you, you've been at this for a while. I feel like you're, you're, what, you, what you're preaching is working, right? What, if at all, next step endeavors do you have for yourself as a coach or otherwise? Right. What I mean, um, like I would, I would love to have an opportunity to lead a, a varsity basketball team, okay. you know, on any level, you know, on any level. I just think that um, I'm ready. You know, I think that it's deserving, you know, if 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 at all anything comes up and, and I'm able to, you know, fit it into whatever else that I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just think that, you know, what the 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 the, the amount of respect that I command mm-hmm. from players that, you know, they just. They need it. A lot of people say New York City kids can't be coached and, you know, they, they think they're better than what they are, attitudes. You know, this summer I've coached a lot of different high school basketball players, high-level, mid-level. Highly-ranked kids. Yes, highly-ranked kids. And, boy, like coachable, no talk back. Team players, when they was on the court, they played their hardest. When they was off the court, they cheered for their team. Some who had a bad reputation as far as playing defense dug in and grind mm. because I commanded that. You know, yeah. I, I expected that. And I just think that, you know, and again, not to sound boast anything, but I just think that I can do that with anyone. I think I can get anyone to believe in the, in the philosophy that I – that because I'm going to put you out there to succeed. I'm not going to put you in situation. I'm going to. I'm going to put you in situations where you 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 might fail. But when you fail, you're going to learn and say, "Okay, this is why. This is why I did that." But I just think that I can do that with with anyone. Mm. Like anyone. Like you give me a team who people say, eh, and then they be like, "Oh, wow. really?" Like I just. So you you could you could kind of be the the turnaround dude. And, like, just to prove somebody wrong, like... I can turn around a program. You can, you can turn around. Yes, I can turn around a program. I have a question regarding... It's a general question regarding coaching. Um, how much of it is talent versus X's and O's, in your opinion? A lot of times, it comes down to coaching. Hmm. A lot of times, it comes down to coaching. So... And you need good people who knows what they're doing behind you supporting you right as a as a as a see and this is why I think there is no better assistant coach than Roosevelt Bias I am the best assistant around besides coach Rob Young why do you say that because I know when I'm when I'm an assistant coach 
I'm thinking as a head coach, which means that I know what Coach Lowe expects from me because I would expect it from someone else, which means stay out the way, which means shut up, be quiet, know when to speak, which means encourage the players, don't yell or scream, which means yell and scream when you need to, which means be the good cop or the bad cop. So, you know, I know all you know of those. Where, what gaps to fill. Right, I know um, all those. And, and I love being an assistant coach. I, I mean, I love it because there's so many things that I'm able to do and know that I had a hand. And one of the things that Coach Lowe does is that he keeps us all involved. Like, he never, you know, he he knows that voices is coming. Yeah. And at the same time, okay, give it to me. Give it to me, but give it to me from one person. You know, so he utilizes us well, mm. like really well. And being behind him and coaching behind him for the last five, six years, there's so much that I would take <clears throat> onto, you know, the helm, be, be, the helm that, yeah. that he has taught me, you know, that he's definitely that, you know, brought you, to the table. You've had, you've had a very eventful summer. I don't know if this is normal for you, right? Um, we, we kind of talked about it at the Open. But before we get into the details of the tournaments that you've killed in, um, you have been in mad photographs over the summer on big events, and you kind of been in the cut. Like, I'm I'm upset. You don't gotta say nothing. I'm upset. I ain't seen nobody tag you in them. I you barely like the New York versus New York, like the the Nike joint, the one that they put on on the Nike page, the website. You there, like, with your head, not head down, like, sobbing, but, like, you're cheering. Like, it felt like they caught you, like, mid-jump. Or your arm around Malachi. I didn't even see that, but. See? So, like, I'm upset for you. I don't know if you're upset. I'm pissed. Because I'm like, yo, this is the guy. This is the coach. I know it's a player's, you know, world. Yes. But, like, dog, at least get a good flick of the guy so you can catch him (laughs) cheesing a little bit. And then I see you at Millbank with um, Zion Williamson's there being interviewed I don't know what was going on and then you also like just enough of your face showed but you were behind like his shoulder or something yeah I, I mean you need to get a lot of a lot of a lot of that is by design you know you designed lot. it or you the, think the media the, designed no, it no I, I think the media designed. people will okay. only do what you allow them to do okay so if I wanted to be in that picture with Zion I would have been in that picture with Zion okay if I wanted to be you know but that's just not me. Not like that, there's just some things that I'm comfortable with. Not that I'm not comfortable with pitches, but just how to go about it. Right. Like you know, and anybody tell you, you don't that's want why to look like a, 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 a yeah, 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 yeah. You know, so to speak. So, but then again, the media too. Like, like, like I said, it goes with. Millbank, yeah, Millbank doing great things. Right. Millbank got a good team, but but they don't mention you. Yeah, but Millbank is, you know, Millbank is Millbank. Like, right. Millbank, Millbank ain't the Rens. Millbank ain't PSA. Sure. Millbank ain't Gauchos. But, and again, that's just from past. And But Gaucho will tell you, Rose is doing a great job. Yeah. Rens will t- so, it's not that those guys don't respect me and, right. and respect what I'm doing. Yeah, like but I understand what you're saying. And, you know, it's all right. Like, the, those right. things are fine. But, because... Like I said, if you call or you speak to anybody, they will say, nah, Rose. Like, That's the man. Like, Rose is the one who makes shit happen. And Rose 
you know, he he does a great job. And that's if your peers respect yeah. you right. and the kids yeah. respect you, then I'm good. That's all like, you need. I, I, I'm good. I'm good. Uh, it, it also it it's touches on something that you always tell the kids, which is they ain't shit. So there's a, a humility of like, yeah. you know what? They be like, Rose ain't you ain't shit. <laughs> so because of that, no, so because of that, you're not gonna be the one like chasing and groupying yourself. Nah, I'm not, I'm not look doing at, man, he's not like nah, yeah, yeah, nah, you yeah. Nah, I've nah, seen look, this nah. is something I've seen past LeBron James coaches, which just pissed me off. I'm like, yo, I understand at the time, and maybe even now, LeBron's the best player, but you don't gotta sound like a fan when you coaching the man. You don't gotta sound like the next, the first. Yeah. Yo, he's so great. Did you see that move? Like, yo, man, you coaching him, man. Have some goddamn. I feel like you know it's like being the president. There's certain things that you need to keep in tow. Like you gotta right. keep those things in line and right. perspective. Yeah. Right? Like you being a dad, for an example, you're not gonna be your son's, you know, best friend in the corner. You know, right. acting like you're 13 when right. you know you know you his father. Even right. though you might be friends, it's not to that level. Right. I feel like so. I feel like. This is still a dignity that you still uphold. And yeah, still yeah, it is. It is. You know, is. you ain't gonna sell yourself cheap right. just because of the camera. I respect That's that. True. So. And and so Isaiah played in um, Dykeman. You know, his team won, yep. right? They won the, the championship. So. Oh, I didn't actually. I didn't know that. Yeah, they won the championship. Uh, so um, I said, um, you know, yo, what's, why you didn't tell me you had a championship game at Dykeman? You know, what he said, I knew you wasn't coming. <laughs> right. I've so here's something. Except for Elite 24, which he played in, you know, down with Zion. Yeah. Right? Besides that game, I've never, ever seen Isaiah play street ball basketball. Really? Never, ever went Why? to. Because that's just not me. He knows. But you coach street ball. I hate watching Isaiah play street ball. <laughs> Why? Because it's too showboaty? I just hate it. He knows it. I know. And at this. But. And that's the thing. Yeah, I'm not always around. Like, he got those people around him. So, people tell you right now, yo, if you want anything with Isaiah, call Rose. You need an answer about Isaiah, call Rose. Everybody knows that. But I'm not at the game. I'm not right there. I'm not holding the – I'm not I'm not that person. So, he will tell you right now, Coach Rose ain't coming to my, my – Now, it, again, now when we played Millbank and we play in Rucker and right. Dykeman and all those, of course. But as far as going to – Now, college, every game. Now, I go to all of those. Like, But as far as like street They better ball, get that waiver, please, because I'm, yeah, I'm dying I'm, to go to I don't go to – I've never seen them play. Let me tell you. That's crazy. I'm, People I'm, amazed by that. I got, I'm amazed. <laughs> that's crazy. I got a reason why I think you really don't show up to his games. Are y'all ready? The man's home watching the Yankees. <laughs> He's like, yeah, 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 yeah. You good, man. That might be true. The Yankees are probably going inside. That might be true. That might be true. Yo, it just so happened that's to crazy. come on with the Yankees on, baby, and I ain't playing no games. Can I, can I ask you a question? I think, I think that's so, true. I couldn't make it to a lot of the, the summer tournaments, right? Um, I, I didn't get a chance to go to any of the New York versus I, – I mean, no, we went to one New York versus New York. No, that was the Dykeman tournament. Right. Sorry. Yeah. So I didn't go to any of the New York versus New York tournaments, uh, games. But are any of them televised? No. Mm-mm. Is there a reason for that? Do you know? We'll, no. You know what? I, we'll talk about it later. Yeah. There might be something we can talk about later right. for, for some other reasons. But you ended up as the head coach of the New York versus New York team. Right. Dykeman. Can you take us Team through? Dykeman. Team Dykeman. Right. Yes. Which at first confused me, but I, I think I understand how that is put in play. Um 
can you tell me what that experience was like? Is this your first time coaching? Yes, that was my first time. Co- yeah, first okay. time coaching. Yeah. And so happens you won the chip. Yeah, How's yeah. that happen? No, so, yo, stop, oh, stop with like, the first time everything and just <laughs> win it already. What's well, going on? Well, I mean, you, man? you showing up, <laughs> showing up. That's what's going on. It was a great experience. Like myself and Coach Tuck and Joe Brown. Like we really enjoyed each other like coaching and sharing and I had um, that camaraderie yeah yeah from from day one from day one like those those guys are great um but it was great it was it was great because you know just coaching um some of the top level kids and and Dykeman being in the championship two years you know prior and um and having a whole new coaching staff it was great like no and again coachable these kids like stop with the new york kids and they're not coachable and these kids never gave us attitude some kids might have might be star players on their team and averaging 32 minutes and 28 minutes might have got on the court 15 16 minutes played their heart out and just you know everything just gelled and having a, a a great nucleus of coaching staff and kids you know student athletes it was just great thank you for listening to this episode of dribble and dives if you like what you heard please leave a review or comment wherever you're listening to us now check us out on social media as well we're live on twitter instagram and youtube on all platforms, you can find us at D-R-I-B-B-L-E-N-D-I-M-E-S.